Photo Mum, a weekly show from an award-winning business owner, sharing business advice and experiences. The raw, the real, and in some cases, damn right dirty. In business, it's not about what you deserve, it's about what you believe. Believe in yourself and the rest will fall in line. Photo Mum. So, we're going to be talking about my new rap video, or what? <laughs> you want to do a rap video? <laughs> no. I can't do the sounds. You can do the sounds. Go on, give me some beats. No. Yeah. Especially all it is. Put some cats. <laughs> yeah, so I had Stephen, as we've established, at 15, and I grew up with him. So, he's always going to be my favourite because, for a long time, it was just you and me. Yeah, and we were growing up together, learning a lot. Because, you know, I did make mistakes as, as a mum growing up. But I think if you if every parent was completely honest, no matter how old you are, whatever your situation is, you're learning as you go. Because, and it wasn't until I analysed this as when I was older, because I always thought, oh, maybe I did have some insecurities about raising you, if I'm honest, because I always thought, oh, am I doing a good job? But... I just blagged it most of the time. Yeah, look how that turned out. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> and I think for me, it was it was a case of... Um, I lost my thought now. I was saying about... Oh, yeah, blagging it and stuff. And so, so you do kind of think to yourself, oh, is this the right way to do something? So sometimes you do second-guess yourself. Yeah. Um, but looking back, actually, I think I did an all right job. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I am quite proud. I'm still here. Yeah. So, okay. So, when you were growing up, I struggled juggling time. So, you, like, looking after you and um, studying and working. Do you think that had an impact on, on you? Not really, no. Because... You can be honest. And I am being honest. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Many of you know me to never be honest. Well, this is a yeah, the Stevens, yeah. Um, you know, because I had Ash, you know, I had his mum and dad there, um, but I also had Andrew as well, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I had other family members as well that were there when you were doing your thing for us. They were there to sort of just make sure I stayed alive. For the next couple of hours, <laughs> you know, didn't jump out of the window. Um, so it, it, it never really sort of come across that way. It never really affected me because I knew that you were busy, you were working, but it wasn't because you didn't want to be at home. It was because you were working hard to provide for us, mm. you know. Um, and going back to part one when you said, you know, um, as a child, I was very mature. Yeah, you were. Um and I I a lot of a lot of my friends growing up sort of saw me as the weird child because I was so mature. Um and I look back at it now and I think yeah, okay, I was a bit weird and odd, but I always have been. <laughs> um but it's quite an endearing thing actually to be the mature one. Mm-hmm. Um and I look back at it and I think no, I, I I prefer it this way. Okay. You know? 
No, that's interesting. Okay, but why? Why? Do, why? Well, I've always been a bit of an old soul, really, Mum. Yeah, that's you know, true. A bit old um, before his time. Exactly. Because I think one one thing that I always say to people about you is, as a teenager, I didn't have to worry um, about you coming home steaming drunk and things like that. Well, <laughs> there were a couple of times. <laughs> but in general, mm. you weren't one to kind of go raving to nightclubs and, and um, get into all types of trouble because that wasn't you. you. You're quite happy sitting in the back of a pub with the beer, just chatting to people. Yeah, or rather playing than dancing, yeah. dancing and raving. It wasn't really your thing. So no. I think from that point of view, it was quite nice um, for me because then I didn't have to worry. But there were a couple of drunk times. Hey, Stephen. Don't know what you're on about. <laughs> so, okay, so we're going into teenage years now. <sighs> so, yeah, so, so pri- primary school wasn't too much of a challenge. With a single mum. <laughs> How was senior school? Children, cover your ears. <laughs> Fucking awful. So why was senior school awful? What, in regards to our situation or just in general? Both. Okay, explain yourself. Um, well, one school friend in particular, Darren. Uh-huh. Uh, who we met on holiday one summer. Yes. Um, and it turns out that they only lived 10 minutes down the road from us in the UK. And That's how we met them yeah. first. We met them on holiday. Yeah. Ventura. Yes. Amazing holiday. I remember that holiday quite well. That was around 9-11. It was. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, was just, it was the year before. No, it was... We no, it was fi- the year before because it happened when I was at school. No, you're talking about... No, you're talking about the July um, bombings. Yeah, but... That was a different 9/11 one. 9-11 also happened. No, we, was a, we, that we were... Fly- well, yeah, you was at school, but we were flying on holiday. No, because it, it happened as I started school. Yeah. In September. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Just excuse me. Go on. Yeah. No, because I thought you were going to go to that story where you couldn't contact me. No. No, no okay, that, right. that was a that different... Was, that was, that that was that years was, later. That was the... the yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the London bombings. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, amazing holiday. Had, you know, great time, great memories. And we, during that summer back home, uh, met up with Darren and his mum a few times. We did, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They came over. We went over there. Um, and then... It turns out that we're going to the same secondary school together, <laughs> um, which sounds great, you know. Uh, holiday friends turns out to be an actual friend, and you're going to the same school together. Uh, but when you're a teenager and your mum is very young, uh, and teenage boys, well, need I say more? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he went round the whole entire school on the first day of year seven saying Stephen's mum's an absolute milf I've seen her tits oh god <laughs> what <laughs> oh dear that's not good no no and that was on the first day right and it he, was he hadn't by the way just you know 
Well, you were in bikinis and swimsuits, but yeah, but I as a teenager, that's that's enough. <laughs> I was just... You know. Oh, because of the holiday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah. As as a teenager, that's that's okay. seeing boobs. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody in the whole entire school at this point now knows that you're an absolute weapon. <laughs> oh God, that's um, hilarious. And I'm angry, stressed, red faced because I'm a teenager, mm-hmm. and you know it. It it was very stressful a lot of the times. Um, Especially when people would see you, you know, I went to school with, they'd see you and they'd, they'd come back in school and go, oh, your mum is a milf. <laughs> oh, yeah, do, I do this, this, this and that. And, uh, oh, God. You know, t- saying all these things. And friends used to come home. Oh, God, it was hilarious when I'd, I'd come home from work. And, and you know, bearing in mind that I used to wear kind of suits and I'd probably wear pencil, knee-length skirts. So it wasn't anything, you know, I suppose it was... Um, what was her name from Apple Apple Pie? American Pie. <laughs> well, Stifler's mum. Yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. A fixation, I don't know. But yeah, so I used to have these teenage boys like, hi, Mrs. F. Like, oh, all right, boys. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I'd, I'd, I'd say growing up uh-huh. with you at such young ages, that was probably the hardest point. Mm-hmm. The absolute worst point. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, so just bear that in mind if you are 15, 16-year-old and you are pregnant or you're giving birth anytime soon, just bear it in mind if you have a boy, this is what's going to come up 13, 14 years later. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. got in a few scraps about it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, you, you, One of them being with Darren. Okay. <laughs> well, that's on you. You know, you should learn to deal with that better. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's all on you. Ah! It, mm. Anyway, but can I just say that I never dressed like a slapper. No, you never did. No, let's just put that out there then. You know, Very modest you. outfits. Yeah, and especially when I was going to work. And the, that's when they well, would yeah, see I mean, me. You, you had a very professional job. I did. So. I, was, I was very professionally dressed and, and blah, blah, blah. However... <laughs> So I want to roll on to, um, I had a period in my life where um, I was kind of single because I obviously joined this time. I wasn't always single and I had uh, a partner through from when you were nine to when you were 15. 16. 16. Um, so, yeah, so I had someone that was living with us for part of that time. Um, and so that was that. <laughs> yeah we won't talk about that um but so when that relationship ended so you were kind of 16 I kind of went on a little bit of a, a rampage um and had um some girlfriends that I used to go clubbing with and stuff like that so there was that period where and uh, but can I just say that I was a designated driver so I would be driving um everyone to a and b and and, and whatever so I was still partying until three or four in the morning, yeah. but I was not drinking. Um, and yeah, I did kind of wear some outfits that were a little bit short and stuff. But you know what? I had the body back then. <laughs> and if I had the body now, I would certainly be wearing those outfits 
now, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> but I did. And I remember, um, so when Stephen was 18, his 18th birthday, I um, was feeling a bit bizarre, you're turning 18. Yeah. Because that really did make me feel... Old? Old, yeah. But you're not. I know, but it did. It made me feel really old. So I was like trying to clutch on my youth as much as I can. And I absolutely love dressing up. I love fancy dress. Anybody that knows me will have seen me clubbing in some sort of fancy dress outfit. Any excuse. House parties, anything. Yeah, we had some good house parties. Yeah. Um, We turn up. I go out with my friends and we agree to meet Stephen at this nightclub with his friends. And I'm bearing in mind, Stephen's not a big nightclubber, um, but we agreed to meet up at this club at midnight, celebrate his 18th birthday, which was actually the next morning. And (laughs) I decided that we were going to have an 80s theme. So my friends and I decided to dress up in 80s outfits and I decided to wear the Madonna outfit with the gold hot pants, the Vogue butt bra, coned bra thing. And I sprayed my hair blonde. Yeah, you did. And I had a blonde hairpiece. Yep. And I did the whole Vogue thing, which was... I looked awesome, can I just say. You did. I did look pretty hot. So I turn up and your mates were like... They were in... They they didn't even know what to do with themselves. They were so beside themselves. (laughs) And the thing is, I I even said to them... They they know my mum as well. This is the thing. They know that when my mum does parties or she goes to a party... She doesn't do things by halves. Um, it's, it's all, yeah, all. It's or all or nothing. It's all out there. Like, let's do this. We're having fun, and I said, I, I warned them. I said, look, it's May eighteenth. <laughs> She's gonna go all out. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and obviously, I said to them, like, you know, her friends are not gonna be there as well, because um, obviously, I've grown up with a lot of them. They're gonna spend their birthday, my birthday, with me as well. And they're like, okay, cool. So we get to the nightclub and they just, their jaws just <laughs> drop through Sorry, the floor. Sorry, I'm having a coffee fit. <clears throat> Carry on. Die quietly. I'm trying. And, you know, they, they're just, just, just stuttering. They're like, what do, we, what do we look? What do we do? What do we do? You know, they're all standing there not knowing what to do. And I'm out there on the middle of this dance floor, dancing with my mum and all of her friends. Busting some moves. Yeah. Oh. In the cheese room of all places. And, you know, I look back at that and I think, bloody hell, what a night. That was an awesome night. It was. Yeah. You know, and, I, you know, I've, got, I've gone out clubbing a few times since and I'll be honest. Nah. Nah. That was a good night. Yeah. We've got photographs to prove it. Yep. <laughs> I did have a hangover the next day. I was drinking that night. Well, yeah, because it was only down the road. Yeah. But also, I I needed to. I was like, oh my God, my child is 18 years old. This is just not on. I need to drink alcohol. Well, what are you going to be doing next year then? Because I turn 30 next year. Oh my God. I have plans for your 30th, by the way. I know. Yeah. So you need to be through that weekend. I know. So that was 18th. Um, And then, yeah. We're rolling on to... So you made me a grandma. So Stephen maybe a grandma we're not going to talk about the circumstances of that but how old was you when you were as a dad 25 25 so I was a grandma just after my 30th then is that right 
My math is right. So 15, 25. Oh, no, hang on. <laughs> God, maths was never my strong point. So that was, so Eva is five, four, four, coming up five next year. So four years ago, so you're 25. So, 40, so I was 40. So I was after my 40th birthday. Yeah. I was, that was when she was born. Yeah. I was told I was going to be a grandma before my 40th birthday. So that was a bit bizarre. Yeah. But a good bizarre, because I was quite pleased in a way that Stephen had waited, because I was, you know, obviously I made my mum a grandma. <laughs> she had me young, so my mum was 19, 18, 19 when she had me. Yep. And then obviously I had you when I was 15. So your nan was a grandma before she was 35. <laughs> so at least you waited till I was almost 40. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> at least didn't go the other way and had one at like 14. You know. Can you imagine? Christ, no. So if you'd have had a baby, if you'd just come to me at 50, say like when I was 15, so that means I would have been a grandma before my 30th. Yep. <laughs> That's just terrible. <laughs> but no disrespecting to others that are grandmas before they're 30. Oh, absolutely not, no. It's just one of those things. Can't control your kids. No. <laughs> oh, okay, so we, we have Eva. Yep. Who's absolutely beautiful and lovely. Love her to bits. Yeah, and she's she's very much like you. She looks so much like you when you were mini me. Yeah, literally a clone, which it's is scary. It is scary, but yeah, she's poor girl. She's, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I don't know what's happened now. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But it's, oh god, you were so beautiful when you were little, and you had your beautiful white blonde hair. Beautiful. Oh, so when I got called the Milky Bar kid, then. Oh, he was the Milky Bar kid. We've got videos and photographs of you doing the Milky Bar advert. Hilarious. You should yeah. have been cast for that. Yeah. He was so Could cute. have made a lot of money. Could have done. He was so cute. So, obviously, roll on. So, obviously, I had Thea and Bonson. Thea, you were 20. Yes. When I had Thea. So, how did you feel all about that? Um... Yeah. Long long pause there. Long pause. <laughs> Shocked initially. Um Well we were planning on having children, so it wasn't a shock I, as in that way. No, but the, the the reality actually hit that it's actually happening. I'm actually gonna have a sibling. Uh-huh. Um and then I thought to myself, fuck. I'm gonna have a sibling twenty years younger than me. <laughs> Oh, so no. what was you worried about? Was you worried about not having a good connection with them? Or yeah, okay, absolutely. Interesting. That was that was my biggest issue. I was like, uh, what? What if you know they're, they're not going to like me? Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to have that connection that a brother and uh, uh, you know a sister or a brother brother should have. And I just, I yeah, I just my brain went into overdrive. Just okay. Um, but after a little while, um, my brain just sort of stopped Hmm. and I realized, no, do you know what? That's not going to happen. I'm going to have this amazing connection with this brother or sister and I'm going to be the best thing since sliced bread for him. Um, and then roll on May when Thea was born. 
um, I'm sat there in the waiting room of the hospital, um, rushed in straight after work. Mm. In fact, I, I, I actually managed to leave work early. We had a, a bit of an issue with Thea. Yes. Yeah, it was a bit scary for a bit. Bit touch and go. Well, no, t- touch and go is in they were worried about me. I think maybe I'm dumbing it down slightly, but these guys, so my mum <laughs> and you were in the waiting room. Um, yeah. waiting and waiting and waiting and I think your mind just plays tricks on you that things could be worse than they actually are and my mum just gets emotional about everything and over complicates and overthinks things that's where I get some of mine from and so that's playing on your mind yeah <laughs> making you worse because I'm trying to keep her calm <laughs> and stop her from having a blooming meltdown good old mum um but also trying to keep myself calm. Yeah. But it was all alright in the end. It, it was, was. It was it was tough. Another story for another time. A lot a long a long 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 day. Yeah. But we got there yeah. eventually. <laughs> um And then I remember you holding her for the first time. That was really cute. Yeah, walking into that room and seeing Thea. It just something just clicks and cried. I just I, I'm not afraid to admit it I've told oh. people this so many times they're like oh how is it like you know I, went, I cried like an absolute baby <laughs> holding his sister yep. crying that was so cute would not stop just boom. got photographs of course yep. yeah that was cute remember that day yeah good day okay so we come home and oh my god they had the best um, bond it was amazing so you never had to worry about not having a connection with your brother no. or sister at all and the same with Bonson oh yeah you know and and Stephen is quite protective um in fact it's quite funny because you're very protective of me as well I remember when I was pregnant you know you'd kind of say things I say Stephen it's fine I'm all right and you would be like I know mum you're not all right you know yep. calm down slow down do this do that I'm like Stephen I'm fine yep the stubborn Festerazzi streak comes out like no I'm fine yeah so yeah, so I think that's until you wasn't. Yeah, but hey, but no, I was I was fine. <laughs> it all turned out all right in the end. And plus, so, you got a free babysitter. Well, define free. <laughs> define free. <laughs> There's never anything called free in life, is there? But no, you're right. It's really good because it was nice that obviously you were living at home. So if I needed you to babysit, you were there. So that was great. Now I'm stuck now because you don't live at home. So <laughs> you've escaped that. My mother's moved to Spain. Yep. My mother-in-law's moved to Spain. So I've been orphaned. That's how it feels. Oh. And now I've just... Good. But no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> so, okay. So in regards to our relationship, obviously, you know, lots of your friends that obviously have parents that are still alive and, and all of that jazz. Reflecting on looking at your friends' relationships with their parents, how do you see our relationship like now? Oh, better than ever. Okay. You know, I, I I look back at the relationships that my friends had with their parents as kids and they only really saw, and this wasn't all of them, obviously, but a majority of my friends, they only saw their parents as the bank of mum and dad. Okay. You know, um, the food bringer, the clothes washer, mm-hmm. um, the slave as such okay you know um won't name particular names but we all know which one that is 
Um, but then a lot of my other friends, their relationships with their parents was very similar to mine and yours. Uh-huh. Um, but seeing it from the outside point of view, it wasn't as strong as ours, you know, um, because theirs was divided between the two parents. Yeah, so I was just mum and dad. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think because we grew up together, quite literally, you mm. know, um, that bond was even stronger, you know. So I look, I look back at it and I think, bloody hell. Mm. Awesome. You yeah, know? it's quite funny because, like, I don't know, it's a weird thing. I don't know whether it's just me as an individual or or this is just unique to our situation. But I don't always look at you as a son I don't always look at you as a mother. I no, look at you it's, it's a lot weird. of time. It's like my best friend. I wouldn't go as far as best friends. <gasps> no, <laughs> no, I don't. Right, mean that's that. it. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. I mean, it's a hybrid thing. I think of both. Mm. It's half and half. So, like with you, although I feel there's an element of of me needing to nurture you, I suppose as you're growing up as a mum and and doing all of that, there was always that element of I think because I had a quite strict dad growing up, I didn't want to be that strict parent. Mm. Um, however, I did have to discipline. But I think I was quite lucky with you because you weren't a naughty child. No. So there wasn't, you didn't push me. There was occasions. Um, but I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I, I raised my voice quite a few times, probably shouted, but I don't ever remember you punishing you much. I'd probably get grounded a few times, but... I don't... Yeah, I don't really think there was many occasions, really, that... There was one time I slapped you. There was. So, I don't condone stuff like this, but there was one time I slapped you and I cried. Do you remember I cried? Yep. For ages, and I felt like the worst mum in the whole entire world. Yep, and I'm sat there comforting you. Yeah. (laughs) But can I just point out the reason why there's no excusing slapping someone, but I was at the height of my emotion at the time that I slapped you across the face. I'm laughing about it now, but it's not funny. So I'd seen Stephen. I can't remember the background as to what led us to it, but I think I'd come home from work early and I drove past you and your friends and you were smoking a cigarette. Yep. And I'd seen some cigarettes in his bag or something before. And you were adamant they were somebody else's and you were looking after them. Yeah, I said they were Liam's. So me being me, (laughs) believed him. Sorry, Liam. But, you know, I didn't believe you, but did. But I thought, well, I've got no evidence. And then I saw you walking. So I think it was about 14, 14, 15. Yeah, I think it was about 14. And I saw you walking home with your friends and you were smoking. I said, oh, and I slowed right down. I could see in my rear view mirror. And I was like, mm, it's smoking. Ooh. So I got home. I was so angry. And you walked in. And I I don't know what my first question to you was. But I said something like, you smell of cigarettes. Oh, I've been walking home with such and such who's been smoking. So you're telling me that you're not smoking. And the conversation then escalates. And he's adamant. And I said, Stephen, you know I don't like lying. I said, look me in the eyes and tell me that you weren't smoking. And you did that. You just looked at me in the eyes and said, I wasn't smoking. And I said, I'm giving you the opportunity to tell me the truth right now. 
don't know what else I said. And then you just said, I'm telling you the truth. Right, that's it. <laughs> and, yep. I, and I'm laughing about it. it's not. And I just said, oh my God, I saw you, Stephen. And he just looks at me. I said, I saw you and I've given you three or four opportunities to just tell me the truth. I can't stand lies. You've lied straight to my face. I ran upstairs. I just sat on the floor next to my bed crying that my son lied to my face. And I slapped him. I I had a moment of weakness. And I was annoyed at myself, I think, more for how wound up I got Mm. on reflection. And also that I had a weak moment where I slapped you across the house. It felt so awful that I'd done that. (laughs) But, so, yeah, he lied to me. But it worked. Because from that moment on, I did my best to tell the truth. Yeah. One thing that I'm struggling with with Theo at the moment is that talk. You know, the talk that you have to have with your children about... The talk that I'm dreading. Later down the line, yes. So the talk about sex education and the, the birds, birds and, and the, the bees. bees. Mm. Do you remember our conversation? I do, actually. Go on. Um, not in great detail, but I do remember it. Um, I don't think I went into great detail. No, but as in, as in my recollection okay. of it isn't in great Just detail. Just put it out there. Um, but... I didn't get the Karma Sutra out or anything no, like that. No, no. Um, <laughs> but I was sat on my bed and you came into my room and sat me sat down with me. How old would you have been? 13? 13, because it was around the time that I was with L. So he was with L, which we won't say anymore, yeah. Um. And obviously, you had picked up on a f- certain few things. I was getting nervous, yeah, because yep. I was that age. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you started to see some of the signs of what might how relationships happen. develop. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you started talking about me and L and and how things are going, mm-hmm. and we talked about that for a little bit. And but then- we'd had the sex education talk. Years before. Oh, years before. Yeah, about absolutely. About reproduction and the basic stuff, yeah. you know, so I, the I knew, mechanics of it. Yeah, I knew but all about But this conversation before. was more about the feelings aspect of it and that. The emotional and connection side of everything. Yes. Yes. Um, and you just basically turned around to me and you didn't say, don't do it. You turned around to me and you you said, if you feel that there is something there and it the connection is there and this is it's right mm-hmm. then go ahead but be prepared <laughs> um and then what was waiting for you in the kitchen <laughs> condoms <laughs> i'd gone to the sex education or what i don't know clinic and got loads of condoms yeah. and i remember going down and saying my son's i think about to engage in sexual activity for the first time and this woman was so sympathetic she's like right okay Here's lots of stuff. And I was like, oh, but we've got STDs to talk about and all of that. And obviously I didn't really have those conversations with my mum about that kind of thing. So I wanted to be prepared because obviously I had a baby at 15. I was like, I don't want to be going through this. Yep. I don't want Stephen to be in that situation. (laughs) So, yeah, on on, on the kitchen side was a uh, a bag of multiple different types of condoms. (laughs) Not just your standard plain one. Um, 
good. Like getting ribs and this, ribbed that, and the other. And flavoured. Flavoured and glow in the dark. And, and <laughs> at that sort of age, you're looking at you. And I said, they'll, look, they'll be in the kitchen drawer. They'll be like you have a man drawer. We had a condom drawer. <laughs> and I yep. said, I, I won't ask questions. I'll just leave them in there. And when I notice that they're getting, getting low. low, I will go and get some more. Yep. And that's what I did. Um, but also oh, showed mom. me with a banana. I did not. You did. How to. <laughs> I did not. I don't remember that. Yeah. Did How I? to appropriately put one on. That is hilarious. Did I? One, the other person weren't going to be doing it, were they? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> we don't talk about that person. Oh, but... God, that's hilarious. What? All right, obviously. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm actually quite okay. grateful for. Okay. Good. Because it made <laughs> the first time... A lot less awkward. Okay. So I remember Elle, mm. very nice girl, at the time. Very nice. Yes. Okay. And um, <laughs> I remember you saying, oh, I'm going to have a sleepover. Okay. <sighs> and as you were going, you'd packed all your stuff to go. Her dad was picking you up, I think. Yep. And then you were staying over. And... I said, have you packed? She's like, yes, mum. I said, okay, but remember, don't be pressured. You know, da, 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 da. I said, yes, mum. I said, okay, just, just putting it out there. And I felt sick. Like, my stomach was churning. I didn't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing to know that that night your son's going to lose his virginity. Oh, and I don't remember who I was with. I was with some girlfriends. So I think I know who I was with, actually. And they'd come round, I think, for the night. And, uh, yeah. And I was like, um, in, it, yeah. And I just, my stomach was churning so much all night long. And I kept looking at my watch. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to have done phone. it now. He's not going to be a virgin anymore. I'm like, oh, my God. It was a weird feeling as a mum. So I dread to think what I'm going to be like with Thea. Girl, obviously, it's even more pressured won't be happening until her day of marriage <laughs> but yeah and so knowing that that's what was oh, i was like oh my god um and i guess some most parents wouldn't know that was happening but because we had such a close relationship obviously we were able to be a bit open and honest with each other so i don't know if it was a good thing or not knowing that you were oh god and I'd had a couple of glasses of wine and I was just oh my goodness this is just not like oh god I can't cope with this I just can't it was a horrible feeling I didn't sleep very well that that night either and then you came home the next day and I remember you opened the door and I was you're right yeah and I said okay and you could just tell you could just tell that like this change the day I became a man (laughs) I was like oh my god he's no longer my baby that's what I felt. I felt mm. Oh God, horrible! Like you said, now he's a man. Yeah, mm. don't didn't like that. No, no, I did. No. <laughs> I don't want to. We don't know to go into things, and that's what I said to him. I said, I don't want to know. I just want to know that you were safe. I don't want to know any detail. He starts telling me. I'm like, no, I don't want to know, Stephen. <laughs> and then occasionally, just to wind me up, even today, he'll go. 
Or, you know, we did, I'm like, oh my God, seriously, Stephen, I don't need to know this kind of detail. Just, just go away. It does it to wind me up constantly. Yeah, but I think that's what's so great about like growing up with each other. I know how to wind you up so easily, oh. whether it's like the tiniest little thing. All I've got to do sometimes is just like say a word or just look at you and, and you just. Stephen! Stephen! Stephen Liam Festivatsu! It's brilliant. To rename you. Mm. Mm. Christ, I used to run when you used to call me that. You know you're in trouble when you get three named. Yeah. Stephen Liam. Stephen Liam Festarazzi is even worse. Yep. Oh my God. That I'm was the run and hide. Uh oh, I'm in trouble. Mm. But then, you know, it didn't happen often. No. You know, you're pretty good. I've got I've got a challenge with Liam and Bonsam. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Okay, so let's roll on Theo and Bonson. How, looking at me as a mum now, do you see any similarities to me raising you then or do you feel like I'm a different mum now? A mix of both. Okay. Um, you're very similar to when we were growing up. But because you've already had that experience now, Stephen was my test case. Yes. And <laughs> amazingly, did pretty well. He's still alive, people. Woohoo! Just. <laughs> Look, any any of this that's going on now is down to you. Yeah. Nothing to do with me. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> anyway. Um, you know, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of similarities. Um, but because you've, you've, you've already had that experience now, you know, you're... It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain... But you're still that hard-driven woman that is able to do 17 different things at once and still be able to focus on Thea and Bronson. Okay, that's good to hear. Thank you. Um, you I know, just feel like I'm knackered all the time. Well, you will be because you're getting old now. I am getting old. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> 44. It's almost, almost your nap time. <laughs> Um, JK, love you. <laughs> but no, you know, it is a very different way of things now because of technology and everything else. You okay. Know. Um, us growing up, there wasn't really that technology then. What do you mean? What where are you going with this? Tablets, phones, okay. just instant access to the internet. Right. You know, back when we were younger, it was. Here's a board game. Go out and play. You know, nowadays... I did used to play with them as well. You know, come on. Yeah. This is what made it even more awesome is that you actually came outside and rode bikes around with us and threw around in the dirt as well. You know, it it wasn't one of them boring parents. And you're still not. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just... You are getting on a bit now. I'm just older knackered. I've got no energy. You do give it a go still. I try. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I I see that you know, I see that you you you're still wanting to be that interactive, cool parent that mm-hmm. wants to do all these things, um, in the same process, work your absolute butt off to provide still. Try, you know, that's never going to change, mm. ever. Okay, and your relationship with Bonson and Thea now. I I I can't pull it into words to be honest with you. Um, Thea is always going to be my little sweetie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so future boyfriends <laughs> be prepared to meet the brother <laughs> yeah you've got the dad and the brother to contend with <laughs> mm. yeah mm. get past the dad you've got to deal with me and what about Bonson because you two have a little bit of a, a different relationship it can get quite I so so Bonson and Stephen anybody that's met and sit or know Stephen when he was little and met Bonson they're literally two peas in a pod they are the same child they could actually be twins but 22 years different which is really worrying so but in a good way <laughs> just wanna, yeah but so just seeing Bonson how he's growing up so much like Stephen and they both have got similar traits so Thea is just like her dad she's a right she is I mean we won't go into her characteristics but she is just like her father Whereas, and there's a little bit of me there as well. Oh, absolutely. But you and Bonson are very similar. They are moody. <laughs> However, can I just say that in the mornings, Bonson's like you. You say, get up, you're up, you're dressed, you're out the door. You may be miserable about it, but you're up and you're out the door. Whereas Thea's like a sloth. She's such a nightmare to get up in the morning. Yep. So she's definitely right. <laughs> <laughs> The, but the Festerazzi family, we are literally go-getters. We're up, we're out. There's no excuse. You're out the door. Um, but he's he's moody. He's emotional. Um, he gets fixated on certain things. And it's like history repeating itself. It is Stephen all over again. <sighs> Frustrating. It's kind of scary when you think about it, really. It is. You are literally mm. twins, 22 years apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's so cute. It's like literally got that. You cannot be mad at him. So that's the difference. So, so like my parenting, I feel, has changed. And like with you, it was throw spaghetti at the ball and see if it sticks. You know, it was literally just try my best, do what I can, deal with whatever's been sent our way. And I think we did all right. Absolutely. Whereas having Thea, it's like, okay, so I have a chance to, you know, take a step back and, and and like you said about the internet, there's more advice now about books about how to be the best parent. So there's more pressure on how to be this brilliant, idealistic mum. Absolutely. Doing 100% in work, 100% in the house, 100% here. Oh, exhausting. So, and then, because there's too much information, you start worrying that you're not doing it right. Or you're doing too much. Or you're doing too much, yeah. So that's a bit... So with Thea, and also I think because she's a girl, I know you shouldn't gender be gender-specific, but um, I know there's probably people listening to this that will be probably annoyed at what I'm about to say, but it's how I feel. Um, I feel that with Thea, I'm, I'm kind of raising her slightly different to maybe Bronson and having a boy, in the fact that with Thea, I feel that I need to empower her more because she's a female. It's the weirdest thing. I had a conversation with somebody about this recently. And I feel like I'm I'm trying to, I'm a bit hard on her to a point because I feel like I want her to have that thick skin because I'm worried that if I don't give her that, then she's going to be vulnerable when she's older. Whereas with a boy, you kind of like, I'll oh, just pick yourself up, get on with it. Whereas with Theo, I feel like I need to be overprotective in that way but in a harder way more militant I don't know I'm probably overanalyzing it but with the Bonson 
I'm protective in a different way because he's my baby. I don't know if anybody's listening that that kind of resonates with you, but all my three children, I feel like I've raised you all slightly differently. But I think when you come to the third baby, like the second baby, you think, oh, I'm going to not, not, I'm saying I made mistakes, but I've learned from the first baby, I'm going to do this slightly differently and I'm going to be that perfect mum. <laughs> and then by the time you get to the third one, it's like, oh, sod it. Just do what you like. <laughs> Pretty much. But I think it's expectation. So I think yeah. with you, I didn't have hard expectations. I'm not going to say high, hard expectations because I felt you needed to find your feet and find out who you were. So I never was that parent that said, oh, you've got to do this. You've got to study that. I would say to you, well, you've got options. These are your options. What do you want to do? So I kind of let you make those decisions. And I remember you even picking your senior school. Yep. And I wasn't happy about you going to that senior school. Yep. And I said to you, you've picked it. If there's any issues, you've got to deal with it. Yep. So yeah, hard, hard, hard mum there. Mm. And you had issues at that school. Lots. And I said to you, well, you've made your bed. You've got to lie in it. Yep. Get on with it. And you did. Was that a bad thing to do? Well, looking back at it, um, no. At the time, I thought, oh, crap. <sighs> because I could have got into a grammar school. That was that was, that was was one of the... It was, but you would have struggled. Play- yeah. Um, I mean, I, I technically, by the school's terms, struggled at the school I chose. Yeah, but that was for different reasons. Yeah. That wasn't because of education knowledge. Um, no, it's just because of me. I'm wired different. No, yes, and, and just children at that school. You know, well, yeah, that's a number that of well. issues. Um, but educational wise, it's because I'm wired differently. Um, and I think that's why me and Bronson clash quite a bit. You do clash. Because Bronson's wired differently, you know? But you see, so you get frustrated with him. And he because, sets me off. Yeah, because you are both so similar. That's why. And so Bronson sometimes say, oh, I don't like Stephen. He's really strict on me. I said, well, no, because he is the way he is with you because you are the same person, really. So just get on with it. Yeah, that and he's my little brother, <laughs> you know. Um, Whereas Theo, he's a bit softer with Theo. To an extent, bit. yeah. Um, mm. But I'm a lot more protective of Theo. Mm. I think I think it's just because, you know, she's my sister, so I, I know what's going to come mm-hmm. down the line. No, you, you know. said she's going to a conference. She's going to be fine. Oh, absolutely. That's happening. <laughs> whether you like it or not. Or oh. I'm locking her in the stairs. Okay. Like Harry Potter. <laughs> She'd probably like that. She's a bit of a Harry Potter fan. Damn it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Change of plan. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, I think we're quite literally a carbon copy. Mm. Um Whereas me and Thea, we're very, very different. Mm. Um, so our connection is, I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say stronger, but it's more established. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Mm. Because we don't clash as much. Okay. So have you got any advice to anybody that's um, that's kind of young, a young mum now or a young father about what to expect from your point of view as being the child of a young parent is there any kind of 
advice because it's difficult because you know it's still even now it's still shunned upon isn't it it's still like oh god you're a young parent you're going to be naive and stupid and your child's doomed yeah blah 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 so from your experience what would you say to those parents that are worried about that child you are going to be facing a lot of challenges um but regardless of your age as a parent whether you're a young parent or an older parent, you're going to face these challenges regardless. Mm-hmm. But they're going to seem harder because you're younger. Okay. But you're going to be more determined like you were. You know, you smashed everything out of the park. You just, boom, bulldozed mm-hmm. through it all and did it. So keep yourself focused. Keep yourself driven. But focus on that child. Don't ever stop. You know, because if you start doubting yourself... That's where it goes downhill. Hmm. Yeah, I think my advice to anybody that's kind of struggling is um, believe in yourself. Uh, I did struggle. And as I said, I in part one, I used to lie about my age when I was in certain situations because I was worried and embarrassed and ashamed and worried about what other people thought. And I think don't. I think take on board what people are saying. Absolutely. Don't ignore it. But take it under advisement that it might not always be your path. And that's any age. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've said this before, you know, people, so many people have got an opinion on parenthood and how to be the best parent. And so many people have got advice. There's so many books and so many things. And I think you just have to go with your gut and do what's right for you and your child at that time. And things change. Absolutely. So, you know, raising you then 20 years later raising Thea, then 22 years, even between Thea and Bronson, things changed in the world of parenting. There were some do's and don'ts that were in these books and health advice. And then there was two years later, some of that had changed. Yeah. And it completely changed from in the 20 years between you and, and Thea. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, like, oh, don't put your baby on its back. Now put your baby on its back. Don't put, put your baby on the side. Oh my goodness, so many different things. So I think just go with your gut, do listen to what other people say, but you don't have to take everything they say as read. You just no. have to like literally find your own way. I think that's my advice. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, I think I was quite proud. There was yeah. times when I was really proud growing up and I was like, no, I'm going to do it this way and I'm not going to listen to anybody else. And that's Festeraxi's stubborn streak came through. And I was like, no, I'm perfectly fine. I wasn't, mm. but I just carried on through. Um, but there is still, the, you know, my grandfather taught me, um, you know, to suck it up and just crack on with it. And I still have that now. And I think sometimes we go through the whole um, loop around where I think people are quite t- uh, too sensitive these days and overanalyze everything. And as I said in part one, that's why, how I am as a mum now. Yeah. I kind of like, oh my God, that mum guilt that I said I didn't really have growing up with you because I didn't really have time to think about it and didn't feel that pressure really because I was just focused on the next step. Whereas now it's like, oh God, you know, mum guilt. It's not good. Yeah. Mm. And that's just saying no to the latest bag. Oh God, don't even talk to me about the amount of bags that this girl needs mm. and wants. Needs, I need this bag. I so I wish she was a bit like you where you didn't really ask for much. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. 
so Kids much these days, eh? Huh? Kids these days, eh? I know, terrible. Kind of makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> so to summarise, put me at ease. How good, bad was it? Summary. Absolutely fucking awful. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Amazing. I, you know, people say, they ask that question every time you get into these like deep thought conversations. Is there anything about your past or anything that you would change? Mm-hmm. And uh, the one question I get asked a lot is, would you change growing up with your mum to a few years later? Mm. No. Hell no. Absolutely not. Best time of my life. Oh, that's you know, cute. Because I had that hard-driven woman that was focused on working her absolute arse off to be able to provide for us. But also, at the same time, I had that fun, <laughs> caring mum that was always there. Crazy mum. You said it, not me. Um, so, you know, with that and, and seeing how you are now, I've got I've got no words for you, for it, you okay. know? Um you know, talking to um, my partner now, and hello, because <laughs> I know you'll be watching this. Um, you know, when we first met and we started talking about family members and stuff, uh-huh. and I, 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 I think I literally spent about three hours solid just talking about you, moaning about me. Yeah, no, <laughs> actually, and she'll back me up on that. Okay, all right. Um, about you know, us growing up and how much of an inspiration you've been and still are. Oh. You know, I just, I, 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 there's no, I've never really been able to pinpoint and put a sentence to it. Okay. Ever. And I don't think I ever will. Hmm. Interesting. Even when you're in a nursing home. <laughs> yeah. So just thinking about that. So next year you're going to be 30. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to be 45. You're going to be 30. And I remember when I had Stephen, I remember saying to my school friends, oh, just think, when Stephen's 30, I'm going to be 45. And I remember saying that to quite a few of my close friends at the time. And I I don't know why that number stuck in my head. (laughs) And here we are, my goodness, almost 30 years later. Yeah. You're going to be 30. I'm going to be 45. That is scary. Yeah. And it, it doesn't seem, you know, I kind of, when I have conversations with people, they say, oh, do you have children? I say, yeah, I have two children. And then I say, oh, and I have an adult child. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, what, Kieran? Yeah, well, yeah, my partner, Kieran. Um, but but sometimes I forget to say that part or, or like, you said, like I said, sometimes you're in a hurry and, and you don't get to, because you think, oh, it's not worth going into. Um, not because I'm embarrassed and I just want to say that I'm not embarrassed anymore. <laughs> but I'm not. Um, but just a situation, and I, and then when that person gets to know me, and I say, "Oh yeah, Stephen," and they say, "Oh, your partner," and I go, "No, my son." Oh, okay. We have to explain that a lot. And then we have to have. Oh yeah, do you remember the bank situation? Oh my god. So I did the classic. I had Thea, and I wanted to set up a, a bank account for her. And you came along with me because we were going shopping as well. Yep. And so we were with the bank clerk. <laughs> And um, she was sorting out the paperwork and I was dealing with Thea 
and she bent down to pick something up and then she turned around to you and said what's it like being a new dad (laughs) (laughs) and then you turned around and said something like oh why i don't know this is my sister yeah and she just looked up really confused looked at both of us and huh like yeah that's my oldest son and she's oh okay (laughs) just so either you look really old or i look really young or somewhere in between (laughs) Probably a bit of both. Oh, God, it was so funny. But we've had that a few times, haven't we? We have. Going out shopping or going for dinner and stuff. And bear in mind, I'm not like cuddling Stephen and we're arm in arm and holding hands and all that jazz. No. But just people just make that assumption. And yet they don't see the similarity in our faces. Yeah, it's because you've probably got a beard. Well. If I had a beard, then maybe. I'm Mm. starting to get one. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'll get you a shaver for your birthday. Thanks. And I'll pluck them. Uh, Shaver's bell. No, because then you get that kind of shadow. Mm. Don't want that. No. No. Hair removal cream? Yeah, but again, I think it just makes the t- skin a bit tough, doesn't it? I don't might need to research that. <laughs> <laughs> Laser surgery. <laughs> Absolutely. So, okay, so I you know, so I talked to the main thing was about I felt embarrassed, so I had to lie when I felt I had to lie when I was younger, no longer. So you saying that you're not embarrassed... To be the child of an older mum, no, uh, younger mum, young mum, no. At the time, you know, as a teenager, obviously there was a few moments where I'm like, "Mum, <laughs> stiffler," um, <laughs> you know. But looking back at it now, absolutely not. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. If anything, um, facing some of those challenges and adversities of having to deal with the fact that I've got a young mum, she's a MILF, she's a weapon, she's this, she's that. <laughs> Stacy's mum's got it going on sort of thing. Um, it's helped me grow a tougher skin. Okay. Uh, they won't, won't say that about me now. <laughs> so I appreciate it a lot more, you know. Oh God, that's so funny. It's, it's quite nice to know that in a sick way. Just like you were sort at one time. <laughs> I'm going to throw up now. Uh, sorry, Stephen, that's hilarious. Mm. Yeah, don't feel like that now at all. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> so I wonder what the next 30 years will bring. Mm. I don't even want to think about it. Go because on. if you think about it like this, mum. Oh, don't. Thea turns 10. This month. No, she's nine this month. She'll be ten next year. Uh. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Wow. Mm. Brain fart. So, yeah, ten next year. Yeah. Right. Uh My big 30. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I will be 38 years old when she is 18. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to do exactly what my mum did. Or you could dress up as Madonna. Oh, well, I'm not. <laughs> no, that would be funny. Do you know what? You should dress up. I've still got the outfit. You'd probably it's, fit I'm, me. I'm, it's not going to fit me, Mum. Uh, I was skinny back then. Yeah. It's not going to fit me. That'd be, you should. You should get like a large sized Madonna outfit. You should also reprise the role. But I need to do this a bit more. I do plan on trying to. We'll both do this. We'll, we'll dress up as Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> do a joint panel. Yep. <laughs> that'd be it. quite funny. Mm. Okay, bring it. Thea's 18th. Madonna. Vogue. Yeah. You need to practice the dance moves. 
I don't dance. No, you don't. No. Which is not really dancing. It's arm dancing. That's still that. that's still dance to me. Knocking the mic. No. 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 Right. No. No arm dancing for you. But we are going to embarrass her. That'd be hilarious. Yep. We should do that. Let's do it. Excellent. What about Bronsons? Don't know. I'll probably be like proper old by then. Mm. Oh, will you in? Dress up as R two D two. Oh god! Well, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I hope that wasn't too difficult. No. Living some of the teenage milf stories and stuff. Eh, I'm kind of over it all. <laughs> it's over it now. Yeah. Getting Scarred old. you for life. Yeah. Mm. But like I said, gave me a tougher skin for it. <laughs> so, so on the scheme of things, it's not been too bad. No, it's been awesome. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. Aww. How cute. Oh, love you. All right, don't get too sentimental. No, I won't. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got through this episode because I was worried that I might cry during this episode. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Watching back part one, there was a few moments where there was a few tears starting to come. Was there? Yeah. Okay. Um, And I'm sitting there going, oh, oh. God, this is going to happen when I'm actually on the podcast. Because we are quite <sighs> sensitive souls, both Yeah. And though we do, we are quite similar, although I've kind of picked on you for some things, there's elements of of you, of me in you, yep. that's then transferred to Bronson, God help him. Yeah. Yeah. So we are like a an emotional bunch. But I've deliberately not touched on some some subjects deliberately. Because yep. I know that. what would have happened. <laughs> it would just been, it, 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 it would have been flooded up in here. Maybe we should do that for another time. Maybe to get some whiskeys in. Just do a drunk podcast. Do a drunk podcast. That'd be quite funny. Mm. Yeah, and 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 pick and pull pull out. You know the stories I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, we could pull those apart. Drunk, try and make sense of it all. Mm. <laughs> could be interesting. <laughs> okay, so we might have a part three. <laughs> <laughs> Which you might also need to be drunk for. Yeah. Mm. But no. But thank you. It's been You're awesome. Welcome. Continue being awesome. Yeah. 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 It's easy being me. Yeah. Well, thanks to me. Come on. Well, yeah. High five. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> okay. Ciao for now, people. That's it. Thank you for lending us your ears. Be sure to subscribe and look out for the next episode. We're also on YouTube. If you dare to look at our faces, that is. Well, nothing left to say other than ciao for now. Oh, it's not finished yet. Um, Okay, try again. And ciao for now. Nope. Right, uh, wait. Wait. Ciao for now. Nailed it.